Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Good Gravy Guider Solution. Thus, lining up that lubricating liquid is the pro gem not making the journey. Gracious me, does Minerva have the solution for you? No need to be ashamed. You just need Minerva's Good Gravy Guider Solution. With Minerva's Good Gravy Guider Solution, you can eradicate erroneous egress of your eminent elixir. Minerva's Good Gravy Guider Solution is a bulbin plunger nozzle that can shoot the bullion right into the bullseye. Never again gander into the grand glare of gambles and gallivanting blades when you use Minerva's Good Gravy Guider Solution. Save your regrets for tomorrow. It's flown by so fast. It's been far too long since we paid a visit to the Duchess Hotel. At last, grab your best and primp and preen for a stay at the Duchess Hotel, where every floor is 13.
hotel is filled to the brim with spirits of all sorts. In closets, under beds, and even riding the tea cart. But wouldn't you know, there's a few regular spirits meandering about the place. Vincent is still typing away in his room with the narrow downward view, and asterisks the cat in his subtle purr, but on time when Winston delivers afternoon tea for two. The mollycoddle spa is filled with steam and mud masks, the galliard for dinner with ramshackle strict kitchen tasks, and the carousel bar where Lloyd shakes the drinks, and Cecil the psychic predicts everyone's deaths as he winks. And Winston, oh, poor Winston, the infinite night manager, rushing from to and fro without any sleep, the duchess, his only companion, and at night he weeps. And there's something new. A new gang of varied repute. A group not dissimilar to the Algonquin Round Table. Or lost generation of old. Intellectuals and writers and witticists. They gather every day in what is now known as the Lotus Cafe. It started small in a side room library. A chat in the lobby went on so long into the night that it grew a life of its own. Winston moved them out of the way into a small nook so they could continue the fray, the debate or disagreement or discussion depending on your taste for conflict. The chat evolved into a bramble of Celine's finest intellectuals, those just armed with a strong opinion. And it grew to cram up the walls. And now day and night, this loquacious group pushes together tables and borrows chairs from the guests. Push elbows and plate as they sling sassy retorts and homonyms and euphemisms and passages and poems like some table-side lunchtime theater. These rabble of cerebral rousers are known as the Lotus Eaters. Primarily from the fact that across the course of the day and into the night, they take droplets into their mouths of a tincture made from the essence of the blue water lily. A new drug on the scene known to cause euphoria in light doses and more sinister effects in larger ones, as we have just previously witnessed. Shall I introduce you? This list changes like a living and breathing thing of its own. But let's jump in, hmm? Parker is a poet, and she likes to wear fashionable hats. Sherwood, a style columnist for the Lantern, wears shoes with white spats. Edna, the theater critic on Theater Row, the palace and Madame Mustaches. Haywood designs fashion for the upper class with dazzling sashes. Ray makes collages from photographs with a camera he hides under his coat. Sebastian, a rich dandy, dodges the bill and never misses an opportunity to dangle a poetry quote. Joyce reviews cuisine and has a soup obsession. Will only use her prized silver spoon possession. Gertrude writes romance of historical fiction. Her long cigarette holder really messes with her conversational diction. Fitzgerald Wiry, a first chair violin, has a thing for spiders and ties knots with a string. Pablo only paints on bodies with brushes using paint that will glow. Ezra drags a typewriter for his nonstop stream of consciousness flow. Ernest, a novelist, has yet to produce any work, but talks a great deal. He'll tell you all about his stories with great zeal. These are just a few, a small sample of the Lotus Eater's eccentric roster and roll, hard to keep track as they ebb and they flow. 
Some days membership only means pushing your way into the room, if you can. Sometimes all it takes is good elbows. What does breathing one's own air mean, really? Ezra asked, typing away, draining the remains of his espresso. Suppose it means the air you take with you. Well, we'll have to bring some of it with us to ignore the stench in the streets. Summer always brings the foul from the sewers. They all got up for a little rotation. The table cleared before the evening lounging in cards. A sort of shift change, Lotus Eater style. The only person left to hold the table was Parker. She rifling through her pockets to make sure nothing had been swiped in the shuffle. She wanted to re-up a couple of drops of Lotus. And then... The most curious thing. There on the table sat itself alone, a solitary index finger. Flesh in color, no blood or rot or smell. Just an index finger, sitting quietly and sort of mocking her with its presence. Parker quickly counted her own, but touching her fingers together... Four and four, and two thumbs. In the hustle and bustle of the Lotus Eater lunches, was it possible for someone to leave such a thing behind? Did it fall out of a pocket? Or was one of them a secret insect that shedded in a molting as they turned from critic to celebitante? Or was one of them part lizard in some disagreeable argument over smears of pate on crostini, a fork or butter knife welded with extreme hostility had severed the appendix? The aforementioned part lizard patiently waiting for the new one to grow back. Parker positioned her hat with a bright peacock feather. She wrapped her fox stole, gave the finger a second and third look. She tried to see what it might be pointing at, but it seemed just like a dull bit of wallpaper. Sebastian entered the room, adorned in top and tails, very formal. He removed his hat, but not his gloves. Parker wondered if the two scenarios connected. Drop a digit, she asked. Sebastian, not seeing the finger, thought she was making a stab at his wealth. Good miss no, Parker. Whatever do you mean? Just had bonds mature. Parker motioned to the finger. Aha, is that real? Sebastian asked. It appears so, said Parker. One of yours? She motioned to his gloves. Oh no, dear. Wouldn't you know, someone in the rush of the sidewalk pushed me down directly into the gravel. Nothing to stop my fall but my sweet palms. Tore them up ghastly. Scars not to be seen. If I were missing a finger, would you not see a collapse for shut on one of my gloves? It's not like I've replaced them with walnuts. Here, give them a feel to satisfy your gruesome curiosity. Parker did give them each a feel. Eight fingers, four and four, and two thumbs. A complete set, she said. Honestly, Parker, you think I would just leave a finger lying about? Forget the pain and embarrassment, but someone could choke. Mistake it for Madeline or something. How do we know it's not one of your little corgi snacks brought in from some bush? I've no corgi, Sebastian. I know. Must have been your bum the air rummaging for berries in the garden. You think someone invented a new game? Parker wondered. And we missed all the fun. The thing with the lighter and the cleaver and the finger. The chopping game. Is it called pin finger or something? Could Ramshack will be cooking up fingers in the back? Perhaps some sugary confection from a party. A prank on us lotus eaters. Hmm. A snack left over from a corpse party that took over our room when we weren't looking. Possibly, but unlikely. 
It looks so real and not at all appetizing. Have the courage to touch it? Sebastian asked. I don't think so, said Parker. Plus, I'm kind of enjoying the mystery. Do we leave it here and wait for its rightful owner to return? I think we need more opinions. Let's get more brains on the bamboozle. Excellent. After a night of debate, I'm sure we'll be much more confused and further from the truth, but rightfully entertained. Which is the point, after all. Both of them squinted at the finger. I would say it's a man's, as it's not delicate or painted. Fair guess, said Parker. What about a working woman? A feisty gardener? Fair point. Do you see dirt under the nail? No. It's spotless and well-trimmed with a perfect little cuticle. Do we... What is it they do now? Do we dust for prints? Hmm? Finger prints? I hear they're unique. Or was it rare? Ooh, don't call Needle Street. They'll ruin any fun. Is it fair to assume someone is looking for their finger? Unless... Sebastian, you don't suppose there's a body around here somewhere missing a digit? Then, of course, it wouldn't be missing anything. It and the finger would both be... Dead! perhaps, or a gruesome death scene in our Duchess Hotel where every floor is thirteen. The Lotus Eater is lost in the maze of the floors in between. A mystery at play in the Frog Battery on this season of Celine.